sometimes you just can't write these things. Dave and I in the break were just paying attention to a video that has made its way onto Soch. Judge in Vegas winds up having to dive out of the way because a man that is in front of her for sentencing elects to go jumping over the bench at her. And it's one of those where she's kind of raised up, like, in the big Yeah, know, he launched. Podium. He launches himself. And that's what she didn't even hardly get out of the way. She was like, no way is he going to make that. Here he comes. And his crime, littering. No. <laughs> oh, wait. No. Uh, <laughs> and, and this is the point of it that you cannot make up. He was being sentenced for attempted battery. Mm. Dude, I think I you mean, have a I think you have an anger problem. <laughs> and <laughs> at the least you you have a few other problems yeah, now dude. if you go high jumping yeah. the <laughs> bench. If we're chopping at the up, judge. This oh guy's got God. some problems. Wow. <laughs> <sighs> On that note, hi. Troy, Dave G, Travion with you today. Mitch is uh, out today and again tomorrow. He'll be back with us on Friday to go through his thoughts of, well, what's left after the Pop-Tarts Bowl Mm. and various other things. Mm -hmm. K-State men's basketball last night, victorious over Chicago State to close out the non-conference slate. The Wildcats sit at 10-3 and after the non-conference and Let's be perfectly honest, that is a solid spot to be. And Jerome Tang is happy with that. To go 10-3, and three, not have two guys that you thought was going to be contributors for you, and um, dudes just figuring out a way. Dudes just figuring out a way. Mm-hmm. As we talked about in hour one, in some ways this may be a better coaching job than what this staff had to do last year. And that's not a knock on the staff. It's just that they are having to coach much differently than they did last year. In that this team continues to, at times, show that it needs a leader on the floor that they just have not had yet. Mm -hmm. And so with conference play getting set to begin, the questions that remain, and there are a few of them, As this team gets ready to compete in what is going to be one very tough conference, six top 25 teams, and some of them will surprise you with uh, where their marks are. BYU's 12 and 1. Mm -hmm. That, man, that atmosphere is well. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, they, they turn out at the Marriott Center. They do. Yeah, I've talked about that in the past. That's a, that is a spot that everybody is aware of mm-hmm. being exceptionally tough when you go in. This is going to be a very big challenge of a conference season now in front of this team. And I don't say that as something that is a knock on this squad whatsoever. It's just a matter of where they sit right now at 10 and 3 with questions. Among them, can they get themselves in a better spot defensively than what they are? Last night, as we noted, uh, 
Chicago State was able to get themselves going in the first half by hitting five of eight from beyond the three-point line through the course of the contest. They also took care of the basketball. All told for the game, they only turned it over seven times. That was tremendous. That's Mm -hmm. what helped keep Chicago State in the game and keep it to just a seven-point final in K-State's favor when it was done. The Cats did outscore them by 10 in the second half to win it, but they had to rally to do so. And that's not a position you expected them to have to be in. Three-point shooting on the defensive side is a big problem. Also problematic. Three-point shooting on the offensive side has not been there. Tyler Perry last night, one of four from beyond the arc, one of six for the ball game, five points, four boards. Make that five points, four assists, two boards last night for the Cats. The Conference USA Player of the Year has not panned out yet for K-State. No, he hasn't. That is a big question going forward. You want to say, because they always say shooters just keep shooting. Um, but this guy, it takes a while to get warmed up. I love your idea of being like, he should just go early. He should just oh, yeah. go to the game early. And he kind of got laughed off, but I'm like, really? He should go to the game early and start shooting. Get way warmed up. It is not that unusual of a point. No. I have seen it with my own eyes. There are guys that would love to be able to get into a gym, especially if it's a strange gym. If you're on the road Mm -hmm. and haven't played somewhere or just want to get a feel for the place, you know, that there are guys that would like to be there a good hour before the rest of their team arrives. Right. Just to get shots in Mm -hmm. if they can get on the floor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's 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 in need of Finding where that issue, what's right, what's causing him to not change, it knock up. shots down, change it up. He does, and I guess you know athletes are so superstitious. Like I don't sure. want to change anything because if I change something, then you know um, it's kind of like when a guy gets the yips. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel so bad because he he is the you you don't become the conference. Player of the year, no matter what level you're at, without being a Mm -hmm. stone cold killer, man. Mm -hmm. You know, like really, that doesn't just, they don't just gift that to people who don't deserve it, especially Conference USA. I mean, there's a lot of great scores, and he was the top dog coming in. Maybe he's pressing a little bit, maybe he's not pressing enough. I don't know. Just hope it works out, man, because I'm ready to see that Conference USA Player of the Year. Something that coach brought up last night. Developing depth. Mm -hmm. Last evening, nine players saw action. That included Taj Manning seeing his first action since November 22nd. Mm -hmm. You have four players on the roster last night who saw more than 30 minutes of action, three of them over 35 minutes. Mm -hmm. You don't have a Marquise Noel or a Keontae Johnson who were guys that, barring foul trouble for Keontae, could get you almost 40 minutes a game. Right. You have some guys right now that are playing close to that, but do they necessarily need to be playing close to that? They need to because you don't have the depth Mm -hmm. 
it's not because maybe they're being successful. Tyler Perry is a great example of that last night, 36 and a half minutes. Five points. And you said one for six from the field? Uh Uh-huh. So not only that, he's lacking confidence in his shot. Yeah. He he took six shots from the field in 36 minutes. Mm. When you look at the numbers from this standings board, there is one team in the Big 12 that has a losing record, and it's the one you would expect given the upheaval this year. Mm -hmm. It's West Virginia. They're 5-8. and eight. Oklahoma State goes into their matchup with Chicago State tonight at 7-5. and five. Nobody else is worse than three losses. Including UCF, who comes in on Saturday at 9-3. and three. Mm. Another, like, just like the women, just a tough grind stretch. And, oh, by the way... Oklahoma State and West Virginia both capable of beating you as well. You know, like yes. any team. I mean, really. Well, and for the moment, Jesse Edwards is out for West Virginia, but he's going to be back. Mm-hmm. Suffered a broken hand. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if this – It's. I know it's a whole lot of combination of things, but the NCAA punishment against Oklahoma State really rattled them for multiple seasons. Yes. They have not been able to get back – even really close to where they were before the infractions. I mean, just, it decimated them, really. They hit on Cade Cunningham Mm -hmm. as a recruit. Mm -hmm. They've been nowhere near that level of recruiting since. Mm -mm. And that is going to be problematic for Mike Boynton going forward, I have this feeling. Mm -hmm. Because if they aren't able to get that recruiting ramped up and improved, they're going to be a middling ball club. For sure. In what is now <laughs> just unreal of a conference. Believable conference. Let, let me point something else out here. Let me pull up the top 25. Because then you get the fun of taking a look at adding certain teams. So already right now you have two of the top three teams in this week's poll in the conference. KU at number two, Houston at number three. Arizona's number 10. Mm -hmm. They were number four last week before getting handled by Stanford. Oklahoma, 11. BYU, 12. Baylor, 18. Texas, 20. Okay, so this week you've, you've got Arizona in that mix being there. The Utah women are part of the mix. The Colorado women are part of the mix in the top 25 on that side. Oh, boy. The conference has been talked about how tough it is on the men's side for a number of years as the best basketball conference. It's going to just be that much better next year. Even minus Texas and Oklahoma. Right. Oh, man. Wow, wow, we wow. I mean, Colorado's receiving votes. Iowa State's receiving votes. Arizona State, is Bobby Hurley still at Arizona State? Or is he? Yes, he is. Oh, boy. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
You just want to go see an Arizona State game to yell at him, don't you? I do. <laughs> He'll give it right back to me, that guy. Man, intense. Oh, man. Yeah, never let it be said that the Hurley brothers are exactly laid back. Jeez. Either one of them. Oh. Yeah, I know. Uh, I mean, that household, those two growing up together, man, beat each other to, I mean, just <laughs> the competition in that house. Man. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Fiery coach, the definition for fiery coach <laughs> has their photos. Yes. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. When we come back. I made the crack earlier about the NFL this weekend on a betting front. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of guys sitting this weekend, oh boy. including a lot of quarterbacks. Welcome to the year of the backup. More <laughs> on that in a moment. Things that just make you scratch your head. Montel Williams selling essential oils on TV is just... <laughs> Montel Williams still on TV <laughs> makes my head. He saw Maury Povich retired and was like, I got to get back in there, baby. Got to get into the game. Got to get into the game again. Oh, boy. All right. Well, we noted at the tail end of sports a moment ago, Patrick Mahomes will be on the sideline this week, sitting out so he cannot get any more frustrated at his wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Chiefs will sit out. Uh, Mahomes will sit out for the Chiefs when they match up with the Chargers. That means that it will be Blaine Gabbert's game coming up on Sunday afternoon at 325. <laughs> Second year pro Chris Oladukan will be the backup. I think it's honestly, I think it's a good thing for Patrick to just sit and just watch. I think he needs to relax a little bit, man. He needs to just sit back. Maybe get a different perspective on this thing. Um, he's the, the guy's just so high strung, you know. Just calm down. Valid. Just calm down. I know that the stakes are super high, and you're a pro, and you got to win. The pressure's on all the time. I I totally get that. But uh, sometimes I'm like, dude, <laughs> take it easy, man. It appears that Travis Kelsey will at least play long enough to hopefully catch 16 yards. That oh, would yeah. Eighth straight 1,000-yard season if he does that. And Rasheed Rice needs 58 to break Dwayne Bowe's franchise record for a rookie. Wow. Also, a half a sack for Chris Jones triggers a $1.25 million bonus. Let's go. So... You might see those gentlemen for a bit right. on Sunday. The question is going to be how long. And the idea being, of course, that the Chiefs are going to find themselves in a spot as the number three seed in the AFC where not only hmm. do they find themselves a little lower in the pecking order, they also find themselves likely facing at least one road game. Mm-hmm. Which is new. On the road for the first time. Mm-hmm. Just can't wait to get on the road for the first time. But what amazes me about this season in the NFL is how utterly valuable it has proven to be that you have a good 
backup quarterback. Mm. Above and beyond. Consider this. Two quarterbacks that Chris Kleiman coached will be starting in L.A. this weekend for the respective teams. Easton Stick will be starting for the Chargers. And Wentz will be start. Carson Wentz will be starting for the Rams. No. Yes. I didn't know. Oh my God! the The North Dakota State Showdown, baby. For wow, when you go back to Week One of the season, mm. the Jets at home. Oh boy, running Aaron Rodgers out, toting the flag. Only to lose him three snaps into the season. Oh, boy. That actually set a tone for this year in the league. Yes, it did. Because it turned into the year of the backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. You got Joe Flacco out there. I mean, he's on another hot streak like he was back in, what, 09, 08? Yes. He's out there just killing him. I bet they sit him. Which it's like when you're down to Joe Flacco in Cleveland, who's left? Who's who's coming into? To, oh, Dorian Thompson. Uh, yeah, the, yes. Yeah. That. Kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last weekend, almost half of the league's teams. Oh yeah. Started a backup. Yeah, and I think. Um, is I think Will Levis is hurt. So I mean I know Tennessee isn't in the playoffs or anything, but it'll be Malik Willis starting there. Mm-hmm. The Ravens are gonna sit Lamar. I mean, who's left? If you're a starter, you're like, can I just sit just cause everybody else is <laughs> Broncos are going with Jarrett Stidham again and not Russ. Admitched an entire mess there. Yikes. Okay. The the Colts have been down their guy, Anthony Richardson, all year. All Gardner year. Minshew's been – I mean, it, it is just unreal. Unbelievable. Uh, Yeah, the list of starters last weekend. Trevor Simeon, Joe Flacco, Bailey Zappi, Taylor Heineke, Gardner Minshew, Mason Rudolph, Easton Stick, Jake Browning, mm-hmm. Aiden O'Connell, Jacoby Brissett, Tyrod Taylor, who, by the way, will start again for the Giants this week instead of <laughs> – Tommy Cutlets, uh, Jared Stidham, and Jaron Hall. Wow. That was the list of starters last weekend, That guys that were backups. It's a who's who, really, of quarterbacking. I mean, and it goes to show you, it's hard to develop a quarterback in the NFL. It is tough, man. When your backup is Jaron Hall, you got problems. Jake Browning too. He I know he had his moment in the sun where he got to tell the the Vikings you should have never cut me. That's the greatest thing ever. But he's come down to earth. Tommy Cutlets back to earth. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know. That guy and he but he rode the wave. He really did. He did a great job. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for his parents, you know. But oof. Oh my goodness. Let's go back to the start of the season for a moment. Because here's a rundown of every starter and every backup at the s- start of the season. So you had Kyler Murray and Clayton Toon for Arizona. Oof. Arizona's gone a different direction there, uh-huh. and Kyler is back anyway. For Atlanta, they started with Heineke, then went to Desmond Ritter. 
Now back to Heineke. And back to Heineke. (laughs) In Baltimore, Lamar Jackson, who surprisingly has outlasted everything this year. Yeah. yeah. Tyler Huntley was the backup. Mm -hmm. Josh Johnson in there as well. Because, after all, why not have him still in the league? Yeah, the share of the, of the, the NFL. The, the guy who played, by the way, for Harbaugh at the University of San Diego. San Diego. Um, I thought you were going to say played for uh, Harbaugh's dad. <laughs> it almost feels like, listen, listen, I saw Johnson his senior year, all right? So don't go there. He played. I had uh, to call that game. Thank you very little. Come I th- on. I think he played uh, oh. the first game of the AFL and yeah. NFL merger. Yeah. Okay. Good uh, God. Pardon me. I'm going to polish my head. Okay. <laughs> uh, for the Bills, Josh Allen, backup Kyle Allen. Mm-hmm. Carolina, Bryce Young, Andy Dalton as a backup. <sighs> Oof. For the Bears, Justin Fields, Tyson Baggin uh-huh. as the backup. He had his moment. Uh, for the Bengals. Browning got the start because Joe Burrow was injured, and they're back around to Browning with the backup of A.J. McCarron. <laughs> the Browns. Yikes. Deshaun Watson injured at the start of the season. Dorian Thompson-Robinson was their pick in the draft. Also fought injury. Joe Flacco. And you've got P.J. Walker in there as well. Jeez. Dak Prescott, backed up by Cooper Rush. He's been strong all season long. Russell Wilson, Jarrett Stidham in Denver. Mm. For the Lions, Jarrett Goff, Teddy Bridgewater, the backup. Wow. And you've got Hendon Hooker, uh, who has moved around a little bit. Right. Jordan Love, the starter in Green Bay. Sean Clifford backing him up. (laughs) The Texans, C.J. Stroud. Probably out again this week with a concussion, Case Keenum or Davis Mills. For the Colts, Anthony Richardson down, Gardner Minshew. Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence fighting a shoulder injury, so you may see C.J. Bathard again. Matt Barkley, the backup. Oh, my God, no way. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo has not been the starter. It's been O'Connell for the Raiders. Yeah, that's going to continue this week. Will Greer is the backup to Easton Stick for the Chargers this week. Justin <laughs> Herbert sidelined with that finger injury. Oh, boy. Carson Wentz. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Carson Wentz. While Matthew Stafford will be on the sideline. Oof. Mike White, the backup to Tua Tonga-Vailoa. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Skyler is your third string. Mm. Jaron Hall, starting for the Vikings. Nick Mullins, the backup. Kirk Cousins out because of the Achilles. Oh, and there's Josh Dobbs in the mix, too. Again, another guy whose heroics we saw earlier in the year. Man, they were going to make him out to win, like, MVP for a while. Mac Jones started the year for the Patriots. It's Bailey Zappi now. Derek Carr for the Saints. Jameis Winston's his backup. It's a mess down there. Tyrod Taylor, Tommy DeVito for the Giants. Daniel Jones out with the ACL. For the Jets, Aaron Rodgers, of course, out. Zach Wilson likely still out with a concussion. Trevor Simeon and Brett Rippon. Uh, former Bronco, former Bronco. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah, yeah. And did Brett Rippon started a game or two. Simeon so. started a few games, too. Yeah, he did, like nine games. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jalen Hurts for the Eagles. Mariota's the backup. Mm. Mason Rudolph to go for the Steelers. Trubisky the backup. Kenny Pickett, questionable. Jeez. Brock Purdy for the Niners. And again, there's a guy who has lasted this year. Mm-hmm. Sam Darnold's the backup. 
Gino and Drew in Seattle. <laughs> Again, Drew started games. For the, for Denver? Well, that yeah. too, yeah, yeah, but I'm talking more. Yeah, it started now. games this year. Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield for the Buccaneers. Kyle Trask's the backup. Ryan Tannehill backing up Will Levis. You've also got Malik Willis. Willis is believed to be the quarterback of the future unless Levis is able to hang on to it. Sam Howell to start for the Commanders. Jacoby Brissett fighting a hamstring injury. And here's another name from the past, Jake Fromm. Yeah. Jake Fromm State Farm is still out there <laughs> doing his thing. It's it's unbelievable when you go through that list. Wow. Of who is still in the league and still getting opportunities. Unbelievable. And how many of them have seen those opportunities this year? The, Somebody called Tyler Thigpen. He's got a chance, I think, man. See, I'm, I'm thinking my boy Kyle Sloter, uh, you know. Call him up. My goodness. Man. Just It's just amazing how this year has played with the quarterbacks in the league. And some of those names, you know, like, man. Hey, guys, it's all good. I know our guy's down, but we got Kyle Trask and the waiting in the wings to take over. Oh, boy. And then you look at how much money they make. Yeah. Oh, God. The third string even, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, please don't. For, for all of the discussion of the quarterbacks are highly protected. Oh, man. What a year. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Maybe not as protected as you think. <laughs> Coming back, this question. Do they really want this guy on national TV again? The game continues in a moment. Did you watch the debacle that was the end of the Lions-Cowboys game the other night? Okay, so... As an offensive lineman, you should know this. I, so, listen. the I thought it was slick what they tried to pull, where they tried to make it look like they were just kind of talking. Um, but I, it really backfired on them. And I, I was watching. My wife is a massive, massive Cowboys fan. So... We were glued to the TV. Yeah, here's the, uh, by the way, from a programmer's standpoint in this business in the past. Here's the pecking order for teams in your market. In this case, the Kansas City Chiefs, followed closely by the Dallas Cowboys, followed closely by the Vegas Raiders. Mm -hmm. That's how the NFL pecking order plays out. For it's sure. whatever your local team is, followed by the Cowboys and the Raiders. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that's how you know how to program. Right. It's why those two have national network broadcasts. <laughs> yeah. Just to point that out. So the NFL has not only essentially absolved referee Brad Allen and his crew of any blame for the debacle, They've assigned him to another national TV game this weekend. Whoa. That's despite the overhead camera angle clearly showing Decker having walked over to the officials before the play to check in. Oh, man. They're going to let him on TV again? Not only that, not only do they let him on TV again, they let him into an AFC North game. Oh, boy. Steelers-Ravens. Saturday, 
It's going to be chippy, too, from the start. That's the what f- I'm saying. The first play. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Not only do you want this guy on national TV again, after an entire week of everybody picking apart how badly that crew performed in that game, now you're putting them on one of the likely ugliest games in terms of physicality. Oh, man. It is going to get rough. I mean, about the only thing would be that would make that any worse would be if it was not the Ravens, but the Bengals <laughs> against yeah. the Steelers. Yeah. And, I mean, he's like, he, he should be thanking whoever that it's not a Steelers-Bengals game. Because, I mean, my God. Talking about getting picked apart, man. This is bad. The Ravens-Steelers? Mm-hmm. Oh. All the while, you've got calls from other people outside the league asking for him and his crew to be demoted. Mm-hmm. So what do they do? They put him on national TV again. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that's what we should do? Well, guess what? <laughs> that's how much they're backing him. Man. I did think, like I said, it was slick what they tried to pull because how do you report without tipping your hand? And I think when you bring like four guys up at the same time, I think that's a it, it's a slick move. But it was he was also clearly distracted as well. I don't think he was even looking at any of those guys. He had his head turned when they were like checking in. Uh, just a. A really rotten end to a spectacular end of a game. That was an entertaining football game there at the end. And just to get have that the way it ends is just brutal. One of the things that stands out to me about it is that the explanation that Allen and his crew gave after the game is that Dan Skipper had reported eligible before the game. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. I did not know that was a thing. And that's what I like. I was like, what is he yelling about? Like, because he was really screaming. And then I read that and I was like, wow, he was just screaming about. I already I checked in before the game. How? <laughs> what? So someone bought a couple of billboards in Detroit. Oh. One is Decker reported. <laughs> the other is, reads 11 and 5 and it's crossed out. 12 and 4. Oh, man. Uh, So it's not going to be forgotten anytime soon. No. About the only way that the NFL could have made that worse than assigning Brad Allen to the Steelers-Ravens game on ESPN on Saturday of this week (laughs) would be if they had assigned him to a Lions game. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) I mean, that that would be along the line of... uh, Carl Cheffers getting assigned another Chiefs game at any point. Yeah. Don't you dare. <laughs> oh. Yeah. He better hope it doesn't snow in Arrowhead if he ever does a oh, game there. Oh, man. He's getting pelted. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, that's the best thing about the fact that the Raiders play in a dome nowadays. Yeah. They, they can't be throwing snowballs with batteries inside. <laughs> yeah, it is Raiders fans, so. <laughs> uh, I remember a ways back and the then Chiefs sideline reporter years ago talking about being in Oakland and getting hit with a D-cell from Oof. the upper deck. Ouch. 
a D cell. Like sign that guy. Yeah, uh, kids, ask your parents. (laughs) D cell. Just to point out, Uh, what a year it's been for Tyreek Hill. Yes. Uh, Oh, I mean, off the field. (laughs) Wife, you know, gets married. Wife gives birth to a youngster. Reportedly, there are two others that he's sired in the last year that he's now getting sued for child support. Uh, Did you hear today's latest? He left practice early. Oh, no. His house was on fire. Oh, boy. Is it Lisa Lisa Left Eye Lopez style? Uh, I do not know. I cannot confirm. Oh, Lisa burned the house down. (laughs) But it was quite the fire. Yikes. That's sad. I hope no one was hurt. There is there have, have not any, seen a report uh, that anybody was hurt. So yeah, I mean, I don't want to make too many jokes. But um, but what a year, both on and off the field for him, for sure. Man, I mean, just absolutely nuts. Let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. There we go. Firefighters battle blaze. Fire broke out shortly before two Eastern. In the gated community, the gated community <laughs> of Southwest Ranches, aerial footage from a chopper showed heavy smoke coming from the mansion as crews poured water onto it and firefighters cut into sections of the roof. Uh, fire was limited to the attic and the roof, but there was smoke damage in much of the house. Too early to determine the cause. No injuries reported. Yay. Okay, we can laugh now. <laughs> footage showed Hill showing up. Wearing dark sweatpants, white T-shirt, boot on his left foot, arriving back at the home and hugging family members. Poor guy. I bet it, that was a scary situation. Hill's agent. Oh, really? This explains a lot. Drew Rosenhaus. <clears throat> I didn't realize Rosenhaus was his agent. Who mm-hmm. boy? Uh, said it was unknown if the family could stay in the home tonight, but that everyone was thankful no one was injured. Very, very good news. $6.9 million mansion. E- Seven bedrooms, eight bathrooms, a home theater, a full-size basketball court, a pool, and two guest houses. And a partridge and a pear tree. Something like that, yes. Man, that's all that 6.9 will buy you these days? Good night. Well, you know, he's got to <laughs> save his money for... <laughs> oh, Troy. Oh, baby. Someone's going to be pulling out the cattle prod pretty soon, yeah, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. We'll wrap it up with Ask Us Anything when we continue in a moment on the game. Is this 1350 KMAN, the game? No, it's uh, 93.3 FM and 93.7. Oh, wait. Ah, it's all three of them. There you go. Would you rather, for your mode of transportation, drive a go-kart? Or a moped. Go-kart. But that's because I owned one growing up. Ah, you were a go-kart kid. Do you know how many laps we carved into that uh, field out back of the house? Over and over and over, dude. Now we're talking, man. Luckily, we had two. (laughs) Yeah. That worked out well with two kids. Dude, the weight, if you had to, oh, no. Dude, you taking too long. Exactly. Oh, you would have never got out of there. Um, would you rather... Um... <laughs> oh. Never mind. I can't ask that one. 
Uh, would you rather play another musical instrument? Be able to play another? Because I know you can play a musical instrument. Would you rather be able to play another musical instrument or speak another language? I would like to be able to speak another language. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I, I, I attempted to learn French because, well, that's all we taught at high school, which was a major flaw. <laughs> Looking back, you're like, what were we? Yeah, thinking? why, why <laughs> French in high school? Why yeah. were we not going Spanish? Why? I don't. It d- doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, me too. And you just seem smarter if you know multiple languages. You just seem smart and cool. I wish I knew that. Mitch will be out again tomorrow. We're back at it, though. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully won't frighten you away. <laughs> giving that. Have a good night. Cats up next.